This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Which week is this? IDK, but going strong. And thank you to everyone that tweets me and messages me like, oh my God, where's the podcast? I appreciate y'all. So thank you. And don't forget to follow and like do all that so you get the notification. So I was just like feeling a little stressed and overwhelmed because I had a lot to do. And this sounds like I know once I say this out loud, it's going to be like, I'm going to be like bitch to myself. But I was trying to find an Instagram to post because I just posted a new video and usually like when I post a new video I like to like do a little IG post and an IG story but like a post be like hey link link in my bio you know um and I just had no Instagrams and I was just feeling frustrated because I couldn't find any photos to post like literally I ended up posting a photo from February because I just didn't have any and it just really got me thinking about like wow, like, I never really take photos anymore, like, all I really care about is posting to my story, and I just, like, I don't know, I just rarely take photos when I'm, like, out, um, like, sometimes if I'm with Sonia, I'll be like, oh, you take a photo of me here, like, it speaks to me so much, but I just feel like I used to have a lot more fun doing that, and I just remember being in, like, my hometown, and just having so much fun, like, taking photos and creating, like, my Instagram aesthetic, and, like, planning outfits and just like having a lot of fun with it and now it's like it's like oh my god I don't care anymore like I just don't care and uh, even like when we have to take photos for our clothing line and stuff it's like yeah I have fun because I'm with my best friend and it's like exciting to be taking photos of a product like a new design or whatever but I just don't get the same thrill of like getting a really good photo of myself and like my outfit and just like feeling like it matches my feet and all of that I just don't care anymore and on one hand it's like okay it's like whatever just don't post if you don't feel like posting but then it's also like um if social media and this kind of stuff is also my job it's like I kind of have to care a little bit but I don't know I don't know it's just weird that recently I haven't been caring and Even just when I look at my Instagram, I'm just like, I don't, like, I want to delete this. Like, I don't like it. I don't like how it looks. Like, I just, I don't want to fix it. I just want it to go away. Except I do love stories. Like, stories are great. I love IG stories. And I know people don't really use Snapchat anymore, but I personally do. I don't know, not as much as I used to. Like, I feel like I mostly just use it to talk to, like, friends. Like, I don't really use it as, like, a um, brand. Like, I don't know. I feel like, do you guys even, like, follow me on Snapchat? You know what I mean? It's like, who cares? I feel like it's, like, guys that think I'm going to send them nudes, and then it's, like, friends. <laughs> no in between. Um, but, yeah, I love a good story. But, yeah, I was just thinking, like, wow, I used to have so much fun, like, in high school going with Sonia to the beach and just taking photos, and now I don't. So I'm wondering, is it just me, or do other people feel this way? Like, is it me at this time in my life? And, like, I used to be into it, and now I'm not. Or is it, like, it's collectively as you know just as someone who uses social media is it kind of just not it's like moving on you know as more of a collective thing I don't know let me know your thoughts um 
because I just feel like it used to be more fun and now it's like ugh, I just don't care and I don't care about likes and I don't want to have to stress about it and yeah so just some light thoughts um but I feel like I'm really gonna like I kind of want to go through my IG and just do like a cleanse tbh because a lot of photos I like I'm like this isn't even me and I don't want people to look at this and think that that's me it's like how do you find the balance between like almost maintaining a brand but then also just like um being yourself i don't know what that is anymore um so you know just some things that i've been thinking about another thing that i have really been thinking about especially in this sober october (laughs) is well first of all let me just say shout out to milk and eggs I'm drinking a cold beer. I was about to like take a sip of a beverage. So I'm drinking this cold beer from Milk and Eggs. They are a local grocery delivery. They're not sponsoring me, but they do like send me delicacies such as this cold brew. So if you're in the LA County area, and I think the surrounding areas, um, it's like local grocery delivery. So you can get $20 off your first order. I'll put the link down below. But shout out to Milk and Eggs. Like literally a lifesaver. I get so much stuff from them. But we're drinking a cold beer right now. Um, But anyway, so I've been thinking about like learning lessons and learning lessons from mistakes, but also just through experience, whether it's positive or negative, or you made a good decision that you were proud of, or maybe it was neutral, or maybe you're like, I would never do that again. Um, But I was just really thinking about like creating almost, at first I was like, what are like some hard rules or like, what do people say? Like hard limits. And then also just kind of like, what are some lessons I've learned that I could write down in my phone and when I'm questioning whether or not to do something, you know, I can refer to that. And it's like, okay, last time I did something like this, I didn't enjoy it or I regretted it or whatever. Um, And so I think that's just a really good thing to keep in mind. And then also my friend, I was kind of telling her about this and like, yeah, I feel like I've like learned a lot this year and I feel like I'm so different than who I was at the beginning of the year, just because I've gone through a lot more and I feel like this year has really been a a transition to being an adult because even though last year technically like yeah I was an adult in the sense of like I was over 18 and like didn't live with my parents but I don't know it's it's different living alone and it's different like I feel like I hang out with people that are older now and I just feel more like an adult than last year which makes sense because I am older but anyway I was kind of telling her about that and she's like yeah Um, She actually keeps like a note in her phone of like lessons or just almost stories that other people tell her as well. Um, You know, if she like meets someone and is just having a casual conversation or, you know, notices something, she like writes it all down on this phone and and, like a note on her phone. And I just thought that was really cool um, because, yeah, it's like it's so easy to feel lost. And, you know, in like in a grand sense, almost like, oh my God, like, what's the meaning of life? Who am I? But then also just sometimes you're like, is this a good decision? Like, yeah, it's like, should I do this? Like, is this worth the risk? If I learn something from this, is it worth the risk? (laughs) Or, huh. Um, So sometimes it's just good to like, I don't know, that's why we ask our friends for advice or, you know, we think back to past experiences. But yeah, just really thinking like, huh, that'd probably be something good to do. And I feel like a lot, I don't know, I only have a couple things so far on my little note, but I feel like some of, 
like a few of the things are just like I don't know I feel like it's mostly related to like guys and like going out and that kind of stuff because that was really new to me when I like first moved here and everything like y'all know me in high school I didn't really like I didn't party at all like I was like smoking weed in my room (laughs) um but but that was all really new to me so just kind of learning lessons from that and then also in things like just communication and setting boundaries in relationships friendships business relationships everything um yeah so I guess I don't know I don't want to get too specific with like mine or my friends or whatever but I guess just something that I would propose to you is to just think about the things that you've learned this past year whether it's the hard way or maybe you skirt skirted and you're like I'm so glad that I avoided this situation and like what was it and what did you learn and you know if you run into a similar situation in the future what would you tell yourself then or what would you tell someone that was going through that I don't know I just think I was like wow this is such a great learning from our mistakes ladies or just learning from experience and learning from each other I really feel like we can learn so much from anyone and everyone you know even if you can't stand somebody you could learn something from them on maybe how not to act um or like I don't know I I feel like especially with setting boundaries I feel like that's something I personally have gotten a lot better at and just clearly communicating how I feel and like what what I'm thinking and like what I want instead of trying to like please other people or try to like act based on how other people want me to or whatever um so yeah think about it do a little journaling do a little notes app and just you know keep it to yourself or let me know what you come up with um okay sis i have been reading more of the book that i was talking about last week come as you are so good i will link it down below but i'm just like so glad that i got this book and the part that I was reading about, um, I guess this week, something that really stuck with me is she was basically talking about stress and stress related to sex and how like um, the chapter or the section kind of started out with like some like majority of people, I think it's like 80% of people, or I don't know if it was people or women, I think it was people just overall, um, when we're stressed out our like basically sex drive even though she explains like sex drive isn't really a thing because it's it's so many different factors that contributes to it it's not like it's like one just like part of our brain that's like our sex drive you know but basically like having a lot of stress in our lives contributes to not wanting to have sex because we're stressed and like we don't want to focus on that and we usually don't feel confident in ourselves or sexy or you know we just don't feel our best selves when we're stressed so we don't really want to like have sex (laughs) Um, and 20% or however much it was of the population wants to have more sex when they're stressed, but it's usually more sporadic and they're more likely to, you know, just not make safe decisions and they're not actually enjoying the sex. They're just doing it like to like, I don't know, it's almost a more, um, what's the word? Like, yeah, I guess sporadic or like random I don't know not random but you're more likely to make just random decisions and more sporadic decisions 
And it's not like you're actually having sex for enjoyment or pleasure or connecting with someone, but it's just like, I'm stressed, so I need to find a way to release this stress, you know? Um, So then she went into talking about stress as a whole. And I think one of the reasons I really am liking this book is that it covers like everything. Like it's not just a book about sex. It's like the science and the psychology and everything that goes into who we are as human beings and not just like sex tips and tricks. You know what I mean? Um, So for example, she talks about feeling the entire cycle of our feelings and how in our society, you know, it's usually like almost promoted to not feel like we don't want to make other people uncomfortable by crying or by getting mad or just being upset. It's like, okay, I'll like, I'll just stay cool until I can be alone or I'll stay cool until whatever. And that's not to say like, you should just randomly cry in front of everyone and throw a fit, you know? Um, but we're, we, most of us are just really good at suppressing our feelings and she describes it as like a chronic stress. So basically when we feel stressed, it's like our body goes into fight or flight mode. So, you know, whether it's the stress of work or a relationship or insecurities about our body or whatever, the way that your body responds to it is kind of like, it's it's different than in the sense of like if a lion were to come up to you because She says, our modern day stress is lower intensity and longer duration. So it's like we all have this chronic stress that we just kind of deal with day to day. And because we don't allow ourselves to fully experience the whole cycle of our emotions and feelings, we're just kind of like living in this limbo of just kind of being like, cool. And it's like, no wonder people have, you know, like issues, (laughs) you know what I mean? Or just like, it's, it's hard to be your best, full, confident self when you're constantly feeling like this stress. Um, so she describes it as if you were, you know, in the olden days, like fighting a lion or something, like if a lion were to come and try to attack you, you would be really stressed and you would feel like I am at risk and your body would react like, do you need to run away or do you need to fight? So then you would like go through those motions and then you kill the lion or you escape the lion and you get home to your village and then you feel I am safe. So it's like that cycle of I'm at risk and then feeling everything in between and then you finally reach to I am safe. So usually we stay in that in between where we're like kind of at risk, but not completely. And it's like we don't feel safe. So, you know, discharging those feelings by crying or exercising or journaling or just you know doing art or just finding some sort of positive way to get through those feelings until we then feel safe it's so important and it's like even though yeah it's not like this instant like this high intensity stress of um a lion attacking us it's it's still similar in the sense that we need to go through the cycles and i thought that was really interesting because obviously like we all know if you just let yourself cry in your room and then you're over it and you feel so much better, like that's a perfect example of going through like the cycle of feelings. And yeah, I think it was really cool to hear about or t- for the um, example of a lion attacking you and you fight it off, you kill it or you run away and you get back to your village and you're like safe. Like that's such a good analogy. Um, so then she also discusses just mindfulness and being aware of like our thinking patterns and 
behavioral habits and how they correlate to like how we feel in our stress levels and basically just correcting them and asking ourselves like is this a healthy thought pattern to hold on to can I let go of this like what is what's going to best serve me basically and being my best self um and just kind of how that relates to like sex and yeah and then that kind of led into talking about how we live in a sex negative culture and I think this is also really where the mindfulness comes in so she describes there are three well first of all I just want to say I need another sip of cold brew tbh oh my god I love talking about this like this book is so good please read it oh my god but basically (laughs) I'm sure we can all relate to feeling some sort of shame around sex and I think it's really interesting that I'm reading this book and then also kind of finishing up Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, which is a book completely about like shame and shame culture. Um, because there's so much shame, especially as, especially directed towards women and especially that women experience regarding sex. Because we're basically taught, most of us, well, I mean, especially from society, it's like maybe your parents didn't really instill that in you, but definitely society has that, you know, it's it's wrong to be sexual it's wrong to enjoy sex it's wrong to want sex or to have sex or to have a lot of partners or whatever we're just very shamed for it and guys are shamed too but i feel like it's definitely more towards women as i i'm sure we all can relate to so she basically she just like lays all of it down so she i'm like so excited i'm like oh my god let's talk about it there are three main um almost avenues of shameful of of ways in which we are shamed for having sex or just sex in general there's um the moral you know avenue let's just go with that analogy um which is like you are evil for having sex and that's especially correlated to like religion i feel like you know like if you have sex before marriage you're morally wrong um and then medical so it's like you're diseased even if you know you are willing to go along with the risks of STIs, STDs, pregnancy, etc. It's like, well, maybe there's something wrong with you. Like, why isn't your vag wet enough? Or why aren't you doing this right? Why isn't your body performing in this way? You know, like there's something wrong with you, like you're diseased. And then the media basically, which is like, the media basically tells us you're inadequate or you're a slut or you're a prude. You know, it can go either way. So it's like, okay, so what? like can we do anything right like what the fuck um and so those are like the three main ways and then there's also disgust which kind of goes through all of these and that's reinforced from such a young age especially i feel like that's mostly in like our almost like day-to-day lives or in real life so she gives the example of like um if a kid is like caught touching themselves or something and the parent walks in or someone walks in and they're like, ew, oh my God, what are you doing? And it's just like a little kid, like they don't know what they're doing. But that um, like that disgust is going to stick with them and they're going to correlate that disgust with sex, basically, and like feeling those feelings. So then they're going to grow up and get like anxiety around sex and they're always going to feel kind of like wrong. And I feel like this can even go into like, even if you're a little bit older, I mean, you can still like get caught, but <laughs> like even if you 
kiss someone and then there's a rumor going around at school or you do something with someone and there's a rumor at school that you're a slut and then you all you all of a sudden feel like ashamed of you know having sex or being sexual or anything and then you're always going to carry that shame with you so you're never going to be able to fully enjoy any experience because you're always like you're always going to feel guilty so that's also where the mindfulness comes in And then she said, recognize where your learned disgust response is interfering with your own sexual pleasure and decide whether it's something you'd rather let go of. So you just have to be mindful of these feelings and it is possible to let go of them and to no longer believe them and to no longer feel guilty or ashamed, you know, for enjoying yourself and experiencing things, you know, um, but you just have to be aware of it. And so many people aren't. And so many people like live their whole lives always feeling guilty or ashamed. And she does go into um, like victims of sexual trauma or sexual assault, which is even a greater degree of this. Um, but I think all of us can definitely relate to that shame and that guilt because it's it's what society teaches us, again, especially as women um so unlearn it y'all unlearn the sex negative culture that we the the thoughts and the ideals of the sex negative culture in which we are brought up in and that maybe you know your parents taught you or you know like fuck it's like naturally we wouldn't think of that as a disgusting thing but society just like teaches us that so Um, I just think it's really amazing that books like this exist and also things like Twitter and just like the internet and that a lot of these ideas are being normalized and I think that's part of why I am so interested in it and you know I follow like a lot of sex workers on Twitter and stuff and um, people in the porn industry and I just think it's so interesting to learn learn from others again like going back to what I was saying earlier and just unlearn all of the bullshit that we've been taught that I've been taught um and then also starting to recognize it like I don't know it, having conversations with with people especially like straight guys and just kind of hearing their perspective and like like oh like that's what that is that that's that like slut shaming I mean we can all pretty much recognize slut shaming but just kind of recognizing the different beliefs that people still have and being able to I guess, yeah, be mindful of it and be like, oh my God, like they're saying this and they don't even really know like why they believe that, you know? And I don't know, it's a lot, but I think it's so important to educate yourself and to let go of this because not only is it about, you know, judging other people and shaming other people, it's like you're going to feel better yourself and have a better sex life if you can let go of these things and just accept yourself for who you are and then therefore accept other people for, for who they are and not judge people based on you know like don't judge sex workers don't judge a girl in your class that had sex with this dude and maybe another dude and maybe another dude. you know what i mean um so yeah i just i think we can all you know be a little more mindful of our beliefs and challenge them and just ask ourselves why do i believe this and not only does that go for this topic but a variety of other topics so just be aware um yeah i mean wow if anyone has any other book suggestions 
or content suggestions that you have read or watched or whatever, um, definitely let me know because I would love to further educate myself. And also let me know what you would like me to talk about next week. But I think we've all learned a lot. So thank you so much for listening. My camera just died. I'm not even going to even say like, oh my god, check it out on SoundCloud. I mean, maybe I will, but uh, let me know what you want me to talk about next week. And until then, have a fantastic weekend and rest of your week. Love y'all.